This is the Home Away Show in Umbani Radio, live downtown Danbury, Connecticut, every Saturday, 8 a.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. South African time. And here are your hosts, Cooley, Mubali, DJ Bushu, and Ndade. So, hi, hi, hi to all our listeners at home. This is your girl, Umbali Hilari. And welcome to our show, a home away show. Ah, uh, welcome, guys. Welcome. We really appreciate to have everybody. I really, I really love this. Uh, this is exciting. You know, whenever you get to get all these people in Bali and Ubenabo, hey, this is a great thing, man. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's a great thing. You know, thing. I always get, I always get excited when it comes to Saturday morning because I know that hey, I'll be with my people. <laughs> hey, tell us about the guest we're going to have today, dude, because we have a smashing show today. Yes, and then uh, Adeze. Adeze is just one of the amazing and humble and respected director in South Africa. And the guy, actually, he was born in Nigeria. He's Nigerian. Uh-huh. Uh, I think he moved to South Africa a few years ago and studied uh, um director or filming whatever you, uh, you know all the things and this guy he's, he's just so humble oh my god he's so humble i like him yeah i mean he's a great artist too i mean he does a lot of things because think about his work right now all the movies that he uh he's been doing all the shows he's been doing man it's just so incredible mm. that we get to talk to him i just can't wait because i think he's gonna be like super super good I can't wait, my brother. I can't wait. I can't wait. So tell me, what's what's happening today? What's going on? Like, it's Saturday. What are we doing? Hey, well, you know what? Uh, as I told you, Ella, I'm going to have a little thing for my daughter. You know, she's just 10-1. So yeah. uh, that's that. Uh, and when it comes to what we're doing show-wise, we got... Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm going to... um bring somebody in too uh, because we we've we got uh um we've got this um gentleman from uh who does the moto moto podcast he's from zimbabwe yeah yeah his name mm-hmm. is mj uh and he's gonna join us to the show too so he's gonna be with us just to say hi and all of that cool stuff so i can't wait to have him and um, yeah. he's gonna be with us today and we also have uh Untate, one of our guys he's actually in south africa right now so he's gonna be with us and uh, he's going to come in on the show and actually tell us what's going on down home. You know, when people go home and you, you just want to know what's going on up there, what they're up it's to. So you know? exciting. I yeah. know, right? And he was it's very, so very excited. He get, to, he get to do the show in South Africa. In South Africa. That's amazing. <laughs> and then, guys, at home, you need to understand our radio station is expanding all the time. Look at our co-host. Uh, he's in South Africa right now and we all know and yeah. then he will be able guys listen to present this show live in South Africa so when we talking to you guys here in the States we are here in the States and that they will be in South Africa like and Estrella about South Africa and um now when times goes on you know we are on unongoma fm so when times goes on you hear more about our radio station we're really expanding yeah we are, we are yeah. getting we are getting 
we becoming very very well known is that right yeah absolutely i mean we're we becoming big yeah absolutely people might not know but we are actually getting big we are talking to people who get us to the level we need to because people are really interested to our content it's not just about us too it's about what you listeners are about here because people don't know a yeah. lot actually uh just to go on i uh, just want to shout out to all the listeners that just got on right now uh the usa did uh and i think we have germany too uh they've been here actually yeah. they were here before i got on and um i haven't seen south africa yet but i just want to say shout out to everybody i appreciate you come guys coming on uh, it's really exciting so right now we're gonna also get all uh that guy from uh the motor motor moto moto podcast moto moto yeah. podcast. <laughs> mj is gonna be with <laughs> us i'm just waiting for him to get on the chat because mj is uh I think if he, if I'm not mistaken, he's in Colorado somewhere. So I'm going to find out from him, but he's going to be with us to join us and do the show with us. So let me just say, um, let me give you a little bit of music, folks. Let me give you a little bit of music. This is actually the yeah, Sigawama Ropa. Sigawama Ropa is a session, I think a session four. You don't know anything about Sigawama Ropa, but he's one of the cool DJs from South Africa. Here it is. What do you say about that, man? Hey, Mbali. Can you see me? I cannot see you, but okay. I see you now. Hey, yeah, I see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How is the waterberry? Ah, uh, you know waterberry is always waterberry. So M nice. M M Lazi. M La M Lazi la semelika. M Lazi la semelika le M Lazi la semelika. People don't know this, but this is it, actually waterberry has got a large uh, Southern African audience um, uh, over there. There's some cool people from home. Um, it was such yeah. a we we such a big. Uh, it's surprising when you tell people, hey, listen, we we such a big, like we we have a lot more people Community. than you can officially think. Yeah, that live here up in, in Connecticut. The, yeah, just here in Connecticut, and this is surprising. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna be getting to our guest, and our guest today is tell them a little bit about our guest today, but so that they know they know who they're gonna talk to because it's just not anybody. Oh, our guest today is a director of Isibaya and so many other um, uh, uh, shows at um, South African TV. And this wonderful and amazing and multi-talented um, guy, his name is Adieze Ogo. I think I pronounced it right, but yes, I know he will he will correct me. But yes, he's just very humble and nice guy. And 
there's this uh, show or movie that he he directed. It's called Mrs. Right Guy. Oh my God, that is amazing, amazing movie. And he directed to Ukoko Heleni and and many and many 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 more shows of uh, uh, Simzanti on a uh, South African TV and uh, cinema. Um, yeah. And, and, and he's from uh, Nigeria, but you know what I was going to ask him because I wonder, you know, this is the thing too, people always uh, don't know, Africa is so, you know, so advanced and it's so big and the people from all over, they can be in one place or different places. Uh, I know there is a large community of Nigerians. Is he born in South Africa or is he born in Nigeria? No, he's born in Nigeria, born and raised in Nigeria. He moved to South Africa about like a few years ago, maybe 2009 or 2010. I'm not sure. Like um, he moved to South Africa like a few years ago and then he started at um, what the, the, uh, the film making uh, university or college, whatever. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, he's he's. Pure Nigerian. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. That's actually cool just to know that. So, um, mm. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm actually, Foxy, uh, just to tell you, I'm trying to get hold of the guys from a Moto Moto podcast, MJ. MJ, if you're listening, we need to get you on. You need to get you on because we're going to be getting our guest in about four minutes. And uh, I'm trying to get hold of MJ so that we can get him on because MJ is the host of the Moto Moto podcast. He's from Zimbabwe. He lives in Colorado, if I'm not mistaken. He's going to be joining on on the chat today so that he can be with us and tell us what's going on up there in Zim. I mean, in Colorado. Tell us what's going in on Colorado. on the Moto Moto podcast. But it's too podcast. early in Colorado right now. Yeah. It's not three hours behind yeah. us. It's, it's way too early right now, so I feel bad for the guy. Yeah. But hey, listen, we love yeah. our listeners. We love what we do. We love to talk to people, so he's going to have to get used to it. Wake up. Talk I to know, us. right? <laughs> oh, my God. This is so amazing. You know, this thing here in America with the time difference is different from home because in South yeah. Africa right now is like two o'clock it doesn't matter what province you in it's two o'clock right now in south africa but here in america like i mean here in the u.s not in america i apologize here in the u.s the time and the weather is different like i mean connecticut it's 8 a.m and then in 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 chicago houston it's 7 a.m and then goes to Colorado, um, um, California. It's uh, they are three hours behind us. That, 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 that shit is kind of like you know. Even when I'm posting something, telling people about the show, you know what? I, at first, I was thinking, should I actually say Eastern Standard Time, Central Standard Time, Mountain Standard Time, Pacific Standard Time? I ended up yeah. saying, you know what? Just say Eastern Standard Time. People Standard will figure time. it out. <laughs> and uh, somebody from They'll South figure Africa. They'll it out. <laughs> somebody from South Africa, actually. I'm not taking a shot to my people at home, but hey, listen, somebody from South Africa. I'm not going to say who because they might be listening or catch us on the podcast and, and kick my butt. But anyway, he was like, hey, dude, what is that EST? So I was trying to explain to him, you know. Uh, Eastern yeah. Standard Time. 
and he's like what is eastern standard time so now i had to explain he's like you know when you explain it to somebody so many times and you have told them exactly what it what you're saying and they still don't get it and you're just sitting over there you're like uh they cannot get it and you're just like you know what let me just tell him that it's just the american (laughs) time and then now he gets is he like oh oh yeah you guys are different over there i said yeah yeah we are <laughs> yeah we are different over here uh but anyway uh folks we're gonna be getting all a uh, hold of um i'm still waiting for the m for mj to um uh, get us all to get on um I'm, we're gonna be actually getting with Adze. um is it Adze? Adze, right? Adieze. 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 Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't yeah. want to call this guy the wrong name, man. This is a big time You shot, so. asked him, though. I know. <laughs> and he said, you know, he just said on my uh, WhatsApp, like, hey, I'm nervous. I'm like, ah, whoa, 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 whoa. I, we he, cannot be nervous. He, he, be, he better shake those <laughs> nerves. He better shake those nerves. He better <laughs> shake those nerves. Hey, listen, this is this is so cool, man. We're getting to talk to the film director and um, he's actually a filmmaker. Let's put it that way because he has so many roles yeah, in the film make- industry. So, yeah. And he does so many things than just making movies. He also makes some cool, cool, cool shows. So we're going to get him on right now so that we can talk to him. And uh, at the background, I'm playing the uh, the Sika Wama Rob, Session 4. And uh, for our... Oh my God, if people <laughs> can see you now, the way you're pronouncing this word, they will be like, la- they will laugh the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Why? They may power or the accent? The way you said it, like, your lips oh, were I, like, I, oh my God. Oh, I love Sega. He knows that. Sega, if you're listening, bro, you know I have love for you, man. I always push for you because you're one of the great DJs in South Africa right now. Nobody knows, but I know. Uh, let's just put, uh, let's get uh, this gentleman, the filmmaker, in so that he can join us and talk to us about what they've been up and doing lately because he's such a talented person. So let me call him so that he can join us on the show. He's in South Africa right now, so he will be talking to us from South Africa just to let us know what everything is going on down there. And we can just wait to hear from him because, you know, of course, this we we got some really cool people with a lot of talents in Africa and they can tell us about a lot of things that Hello? they do. Hey, my brother, this is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let me just turn off the music right now because what we just about to get is not just anybody. One of the greatest film yeah. directors, one of the greatest filmmakers from africa that my brother here is joining us live from south africa on the home away show welcome to the show baba i just want to make sure that i pronounce your name correctly is we are arguing right now she's saying adze she's saying adize i'm saying no it's nigerian so it gotta be adze (laughs) oh did i did i did I say it correctly or Adze. she did? 
Oh, nice! Agree, yes. Nice! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, and you know, I'm calling you Adez. Eh? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and she... Oh, thank you for having me, right guys. Now. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My brother, welcome to the Home Away Show. We really appreciate having you on. Uh, just for the listeners who are, wis- who are listening right now, and I just want you to say hello to them and just tell them who you are, because... I've been talking for the last 15 minutes about you, but they are sitting there and they're like, what does he know about this guy? We tell us who you are. I think you, we need to hear it from you. Uh, yeah, well, hello, everybody. Hello, all the listeners. Uh, my name is Adrian, like you heard, and I'm a filmmaker from Africa. <laughs> I suppose that's... Uh, that's oh, that could remember a short of it. Oh, absolutely, brother. That just about sum it up. Uh, knowing that uh, you are a filmmaker from uh, Africa and you are actually based in South Africa, and uh, we were just talking about this, that you moved to South Africa. When did you move to South Africa and what made you make that move? Because, you know, I know for sure that the film industry in Nigeria is as big as it is in Southern Africa. Mm. Yes, yes. Um, well, I moved, well, and I basically... After my first degree in Nigeria, I I found myself, you know, bitten by this bug to make movies or to learn how to make movies. Because I was, you know, from as far back as I can remember, I've always loved films, I've always loved movies. You know, when other people are studying, I'm watching movies, you know. And when other people are telling stories, I'm telling stories of movies that I've seen. Sometimes I combine two or three movies together and make it one film. You know how it is when you're growing up, you know, and you just you yeah. trying to impress a friend. And and I it, it didn't make any sense for me not to pursue uh, a career in something that I loved. You know, I yeah. growing up in Nigeria at that time, of course, it was very hard to say you wanted to become a filmmaker because I mean I was born in the seventies, and by the time I was ready to go to uh, high school and even university. There really wasn't much of a firm industry or firm sector up and running. There really even wasn't like a, even a film school, you know. So it was like something that was unheard of. Say, oh, you want to make films, you know. What, what, how do you make the films unless you leave the country? Because at that time, there really wasn't any Hollywood uh, up and running. It wasn't really that uh, extensive. Um, but... Yeah, then in 1998, uh, a film school was set up by the government called the National Film Institute. It was meant to be a subsidiary of the Nigerian Film Corporation. And oh. when I saw it, I jumped at the opportunity to basically you know, uh, attend to the three-year course, and it was very, very eye-opening, but it was very theoretical. It was very theory-based. It really wasn't much practical. It was just talk and talk and talk and talk about film. So I wanted to now stop talking about film, but you know, to now know how to make films. So South Africa basically was an option. Uh, it wasn't as expensive to go to as the US or the UK. And also I wanted to be a filmmaker that was trained by people whom um, I, I can call brothers, you know, for lack of a better word. Because yes. you know, I'm, growing up, I saw some things in South Africa that basically blew me away. I, I found myself watching the Shaka Zulu series which was shot in South Africa, you know, and that made a huge impression on me. I saw uh, the Gods of the Crazy, 
I don't know this. Yeah. <laughs> what the movie? What the uh, movie? Mr. Bones, <laughs> if you remember. Oh, Mr. Bones. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so, of so, course. So, I, so, I used to play Sarah Exactly. So, so they, it, uh, seeing all of that, and I did who touched me. They were close to home. You know, they resonated with what I was feeling and what people around me basically were feeling too. So it makes sense to come to South Africa to study film there. So that was when in 2003, yes, I applied to study at the South African School of Film and Drama in Johannesburg. It's called ASDA. And I was taken and I came to Egypt to start my career in film uh, by insisting on going to school. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. nice. And you know what? Um, I've been watching, of course, Isubaya for the longest time. Uh, I didn't get a chance yeah. to watch all the other um, uh, movies that you made. But, you know, I was, I was, when I look at it, I'm like, Okay, this guy who's a director of this uh, Isbaya, he's from Nigeria. So, but how do you know the lifestyle of South Africa, like in the village, in the in the city, in the township, like? And then you know when you watch it, Isbaya, you be convinced that the producer of this thing is South African because it's so perfect. It's like. Who make you feel yeah, like, no, yeah. this is real. Yes, well, you know, the, the funny thing is, you know, when I first came to South Africa, right, um, and I was blown away by the country, of course, because you know, it was like a first world country compared to some other African countries. You know, yes. I mean, if you're looking for Europe and Africa, it is in South Africa. You know, some, there are some places that you would even be filming in South Africa and you don't even know that you are in Africa. And in fact, it happens. Many Hollywood productions come to SA and shoot, you know, uh, parts of London, you know, uh, Belgium, France, yeah, in Johannesburg. Mm. People can't even tell the difference. And then, but then also there's a part of South Africa, you know, the rural South Africa, the township South Africa. And I discovered that, you know, my experience growing up, you know, as a Nigerian, you know, born and raised in the North, is not too different from the experiences of for example, Zulus and even authors. Oh, There's so okay. many similarities that you will not believe. You know, cultural similarities, you know, the way you respect your elders, you know, I mean, polygamy yeah. is common in, in northern Nigeria. So that's uh, something I understood as well. You know, I, I, I understood what it meant to come from a big family. My family is huge. Okay. You know, so it was, it was really, it was, so for, for some other people, who are working on Isubaya. For them, they had to kind of learn it. But for the very first time, when we went to Nsinga in uh, uh, KwaZulu-Natal, oh, okay. yes. uh-huh. I, I found myself feeling very, very much at home. Really? It very familiar. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course, the language, language differences. But even, even in the language, there are some similarities, there are some words in my language that actually mean the same thing in Zulu. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. What language, did, what yeah. language do you speak? <laughs> so I, I speak a language called Hausa, right? Oh, you're and, an Hausa. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I speak Hausa, but Hausa is not my real, real language. I have another language which is called Minzo. But if you live in the north in Nigeria, most of the languages spoken 
in the north is Hausa. It's like the most common language spoken. Yeah. And, 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 and Hausa, you know, it's common in Nigeria, Niger, Chad, and some parts of Mali and Sudan. And, and, and there's some words that for, were very, very, like, like we have the same word for meat. And the same word for meat in Zulu, the same word for meat in Hausa. Oh, really? <laughs> this yeah, is interesting. This is some cultural interest. The same word for grandmother in, in, in Zulu. Wow. <laughs> oh, it's Coco Coco. So, go, 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 go. Exactly. No different. <laughs> well, so it was like, wow. And, 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 and all of a sudden, it, it felt very natural. And so that helped me as a director, you know, to, to, to understand the nuances. Of course, as a director, you know, you are not telling people what to do. The, the mistake people make when they talk about directors is they think directing is telling people what to do. No, directing is more of cooperating with people yes. in trying to achieve something. Yes. So, so there's always that room for interacting with your actors. You discuss the scene. You discuss the purpose of the scene. You discuss where you're coming from and where you're going in the story. And you, you discuss the nuances, the layers, the subtle things that make it special. And, and, and you find common ground in that. And then, of course, it's the key to that with the cameras, the sound, the, the wardrobe, yeah. the makeup, the, the art directing, the lighting. You know. And yes. that's basically what it means. Even, even your choice of music. You know, because it has to be, it has to reflect the culture. It just can't sound like hip hop track over a road, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. So, 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 uh, yeah. So it, it it is a combination of how shall I say, fortune, uh, on on my own part to find myself directing as a buyer, because it 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 it, it really felt close to home. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, brother. A question for you, uh, to uh, I have for you, brother. Uh, just to try to understand, because I had a conversation with one of the good actresses in South Africa, uh, we, we, who was on the show, uh, uh, Don Tandega King, and we were talking because I have yeah. a little bit of a background in uh, stage uh, performance, what you call stage play, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually asked her. I said, if you were standing in front of the camera. Is it much easier in front of the camera mm. than on stage? And she kind of explained it mm. to me that it's different in front of camera because in front of camera is all about what's coming from the inside and what is in the outside. And on stage, you kind of like, mm. you know, you, you're going on with this whole entire thing uh, where you kind of like trying yeah. to keep the audience entertained. So you as a film director, and mm. I know one of your clips that I kind of watched on YouTube, you were talking about how different the story can be when you see it on uh, camera than when somebody's telling you the story. Mm. Because on camera, it kind of like you got to mm. actually know and understand the story from the beginning to the end without asking questions. And that kind of made me think that, mm. okay, if that's the case, that make a person that has done stage play much easier than a person that has never done stage play to be in front of the camera. What, what, what is your take on that? You as a film uh, producer, you as a film director, when you're looking for talent and you're going to present it in like a movie, mm. how do you get people to tell yeah. the story on front of the camera? 
Um, okay, so, you know, it's very interesting that you ask that question. It's a very, very good question. And thank you for asking that question. Um, you know, there's, there's one thing that makes films and movies work. It's a very, very important thing that sometimes people tend to forget to take for granted. And that thing is emotions. Yes. Now, oh. the reason why I'm mentioning emotions here is because emotions are universal. Now, you, you, you asked me a question about how is it possible that somebody like me who is from Nigeria can direct and tell a Zulu story, right? Mm. Yes. One mm. thing that helps me do that, you know, because I don't understand the language 100%. I understand the language reasonably well. If you speak to me, I can understand, but I'm not be able to speak back to you. But one thing that is very universal that applies to me as somebody who was born and raised in Nigeria, that also applies to somebody who was born and raised in KwaZulu Natal, that is also universal and applies to somebody who was born and raised in the U.S. in the U.K. is emotions. Emotions connect all of us, and emotions anywhere in the world are the same. It is the universal language. Okay. Because sadness in Chinese is sadness in in in, in German. If you yes. meet somebody who is happy or sad or completely afraid or traumatized, you know, and that person is from, let's say, Bulgaria, the truth of the matter is that the same way somebody in Congo would be afraid, happy or sad, you know, applies. So, mm. so emotions are universal. So when you're looking, when you have, you're looking for actors to play parts in films or even on stage, the one thing you need to look for of course, is emotions. It's okay. not about information. You know, information is what somebody tells you about, oh, I'm, I'm this old, and I come from here, and I'm a scene here. No. Emotions are, it's, it is the, the true language of communication and from, and that is what you look for. Whether that character can emote, whether you as a director or as an audience member can feel something coming from that person. And if that thing you're feeling is true. So the, the hallmark of a good actor is being able to emote, being able to make you feel something, even without saying something, even without saying one word. Mm-hmm. You know, an actor, a very good actor can make you feel. And that is basically how you know that you've got a good actor that you can cast for a part, either on a stage play or in a film. You know? wow. And it's just that simple. And also to, to see not just one emotion, but a range of emotions. Can the person make you feel sad? Can the person make you feel happy? Can they make you feel scared? Can they make you feel conflicted? Can they make you feel confused? <laughs> yeah, yeah, And that is what you watch films for. Because when you watch films, these are the things that you feel. You remember how you feel. You don't remember what happened or what was said, but you always remember how you felt. Yeah, and, no, and that's that is, true. That is what we look for when we're telling a story. Oh my God, man, that's it. This is this is wonderful because you know why? Um, uh, not that I'm stretching this question. I'd say there's so many things that we gotta talk to you about. So, um, I just wanted to say mm-hmm. this because when you're saying that, it makes me ask myself a few yeah. questions. Then, because film industry, I mean, you'll be surprised. Not that I'm trying to say we don't enjoy what's coming out of South Africa. Of course, we love every movie, every show that you have. But, you know, the Nigerian movies have took a big part in people's yeah. lives 
all over the world now. You'll be surprised. Mm. A lot of mm. diaspora, uh, uh, a lot of diaspora community do actually watch and yes. even here watch Nigerian movies. And the one thing that I said yes. uh, to my girlfriend when we're watching one of them, because she kind of like the one who got me used to it. So when I was watching one of them, I said <laughs> to her, hey, you know what? I actually kind of feel like I'm following this movie, even though sometimes, you know, I cannot hear all the pronunciations for the words, but I mm -hmm. actually feel Correct. like I'm connected to the movie. And the funny thing is that Americans, some of my American friends mm -hmm. that get to watch Nigerian movies, they'll be like, man, those guys can act because, you know, the emotions that you're talking about, you actually get them in a, in a Nigerian yes. movie. Sometimes yes. over-exaggerated, yeah. But that doesn't matter. It can be exaggerated anyhow. But <laughs> yeah. it's actually great. Yeah. It's yeah. actually great because now when you're watching the movie, you'll be like, got that, you know? I got that. I actually enjoy that. Yeah. So now is it something that is emphasized exactly. in Nigeria more than in the southern part of Africa or this is just a coincidence that they happen to uh, do movies that way? No. I, I, look, I, the, the, I, to be honest with you, I think Zulu are very much like Nigeria. You know? Yeah, it's very, very, very similar to Nigerians, you know. And and the truth of the matter is that it's not that you don't. It's the only reason why you don't have that same attitude, for example, towards uh, Zulu people is because you're not seeing that many films about Zulu people, you know, in uh, coming uh, into the U.S. or anywhere else. Oh, the, okay. The, 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 the why Nigeria is very fortunate because Nigerians are a lot, like one out of every four Africans is Nigerian. There are a lot of us on the continent. Oh, we're a country okay. of almost yeah. 200 million people. So, oh, okay. so there are Nigerians everywhere in the world. So you can imagine and anything that Nigerians do, there'll be more of it because there are oh, many of them okay. doing it. You know, That's like, true. The same way you have yeah. many Nigerian doctors, you have Nigerian filmmakers, and Nigerian anything. So, so and, and all you need is basically people in South Africa to be doing the same thing, to be telling more Zulu stories so that people will be seeing, oh my God, this is very similar to a Nigerian story. When you, you know, break it down to, to its bare bones, you discover that it's very similar. So it's, so this conversation is very important because it, it tells you what we should look forward to, you know, as Africans, and especially as even as Africans involved in the filmmaking industry, that it's not enough to only have one voice, you know, Yes. Uh, or, or one sector being big. It's, it's important that other sectors and other countries do their best to also push their material. Some of the Nigerians are doing it. You know, that yeah. you right now in the U.S. can walk into a shop and then you see, oh my God, there's like 10, you know, Zulu DVDs lying around. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, films coming from South Africa and they're all in Zulu. And there's like 10 others sitting down in Swahili from, let's say, East Africa, you know? You know, yeah. so that so, so that the 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 world is saturated with with our material that they are familiar with it as opposed to unfamiliar with it. You know, because yes. and and that's kind of what we hope will happen in the near future. That 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 there will be stories from all over the continent of Africa reaching every single part of the world, and it won't be a strange thing. You know what I mean? Yes, and, and that is that is just my 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 belief that it's not that I I've, I've lived with Zulu, I've lived with Nigeria, so I know that they are very similar. You know, it's just that 
it's in terms of what you see about Zulus on TV, it's not as much as what you see about Nigerians on TV or so. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, just, so, just, 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 yeah. just before you come on, Bali, I just want to update the audience who are listening. We got uh, Adze Uga, who from uh, South Africa. I mean, uh, he's from South Africa now because he lives there forever. And he actually uh, do a lot of great work for South Africa. I'm claiming him. Forget it. I'm claiming him. He's South African like me. He's a Zulu too. He directs his buyer. He understands Zulu like I do. But anyway, I just want to say we have him. He's the filmmaker from Africa. We have him on the show today. And shout out to all the listeners that just came on. And uh, I know folks that we're going with the audio thing is since we're doing a cross-Atlantic broadcast, sometimes it's not that great, but we will try to get it together for you. And if you miss the show, we'll have it on the podcast. I just had to highlight that to the listeners who have just uh, sent us one message but go ahead you had a, we had a question yes um at a, uh i'd say oh my god i dare mm-hmm. say is yes, it okay sorry. if i say <laughs> I say? Yeah? No, no, okay okay no, no, say it right you know, yeah, just so that, just, uh, make, make it simple for yourself. They're like, you know, if you want to add milk, <laughs> just <Yeah>. add milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you know, I've, I've watched Nigerian movies for like for years and years and years. But there's one thing that mm. I know, uh, Nigerian movie, they have the same storytelling at the end. You know how each and every movie will end. But since you yeah. as a Nigerian guy that went to South Africa, and then do you see the difference between a uh, South African uh, movie or drama and Nigerian movie or drama? Because right now, like with Ismaya, we we really don't know how it will end up if uh, the 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 will wake up if Kabin uh, they will kill. You know, we don't know. But Nigerian yeah. movie. You will know the end. It's okay. Tandega will wake up <laughs> and do this and end up in this way. So what what's, what's different yeah. from you as a director of yeah. a South African? Well, um, yeah. let, let me add, okay, not to say, not to take anything away from the Nigerians, but you see, um, yeah. storytelling, let's, what you're talking about now in Bali is basically storytelling and how you tell a story. That's basically yes. what you're actually talking about right now. And and the, the truth of the matter is that, uh, okay, Isibaya at the moment is a telenovela. Actually, no. Isibaya is what we call a daily drama. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a drama that plays every day. Yes. And and Isibaya has been on TV since 2013. This is like almost getting to you know, four or five years now of Isibaya. And, mm-hmm. and Isibaya is still going to be going for another long time, maybe for another five years even 10 maybe. So, and it's important that, you know, the way the story is told is, is in such a way that the audience will keep guessing and keep being, uh, how shall I say, left in suspense so that they can look forward to watching the next episode again. You understand? So it is, yeah. it is a design, it's a deliberate design from the producers of the show to, to make sure that in the writing of the show, you don't just give away everything all at once. But you make the people hunger and want for more, you know. Yes. And and, and, and with with Nollywood and, and Nigerian movies, I would think that you know they don't really have that much constant in in terms of uh, how they, they can stretch their stories too. But the truth of the matter is that they understand that 
they're telling a story to try and keep people, for example, happy. Right? Yes. And, and that mm-hmm. is the goal. And, and yeah, and, 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 and for them, it's important that people watch a film and are happy with the way it ends. In, in South Africa, I like to say the South Africans, in the way they tell their stories, are a bit more mature. In the sense that they know that life doesn't always end well. And sometimes That's true. an ending that is not happy, right, makes, gives you more to think about yes. than an ending that is happy, if you know what I mean. And, 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 and some of the color resonance, you know, a resonating ending, an ending that basically leaves you contemplating as opposed to going, oh, that was nice. Let me see another one again, you know. So it's, yeah. it's all different approaches to storytelling. Um, but let me just say something also with regards to that. Now, growing up in Nigeria, right, and this is my experience, we were always experiencing a lot of hardship. You know, it's not like, okay, fine, South Africa had apartheid and things were tough, you know, but growing up in Nigeria was also hard. You know, it was, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rich country, but then there were problems with the government in terms of how it's ruled. And, and, and therefore, many things were not really working. You know, infrastructurally, the country didn't really feel like a developed country. So it, life was hard, and people made movies to escape the hardship of life. Does that make any sense? No, so we understand. You went to okay, yeah. film. You went, basically, you went to run away from the problems of your life. So you discover that when you're watching TV or watching a movie, you're not thinking about, oh, where's my rent coming from? You're not thinking about, oh, where am I going to get money to pay my school fees? You're not thinking about, you know, it's like films take you away from your problems. So the Nigerian philosophy of making films is that we are not going to make a film that reminds you of your problems. Yeah, (laughs) no, no. We're going to make a film that takes you away from your problems. True. And and, and then come and deal with the problem again by watching a film. You know what I mean? Yes. So, oh. so even though Nigerians do see what, what happens in real life, you know, in their films, at the end, they always want to say, you know what, when you come to watch a Nigerian film, you're escaping. And that is why, if you notice right now, if you go online, the films that are basically uh, making waves in Nigeria are normally romantic comedies. Other comedies or romantic comedies, they are huge in Nigeria. Comedies, romantic comedies. That's comedies, true. Romantic comedies. Because, uh, yeah. Because Nigerians want to escape their problems. They don't want to go and see those same problems and films again. You know, whereas South Africans, right? Um, let me just say, they don't have the same degree of problems that Nigerians have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, true. From, true. So, exactly. So, so when they watch it, from, they are also interested in learning something new, not necessarily escaping a problem, if you know what I mean. Yes. And, and, and these different appetites influence how you as a filmmaker make a film. Yes. Depending on the audience you are making the film for, you know, so that's why you discover that in Nigeria movies, like Mbali said, the endings are normally oh, you know, they're happy ever after. They got all the money, you know, they are they are living in sweetness, you know, the problem of the person who was being evil is taken away, you know, that kind of thing, and then and that's it. But in the South African story, it might be stretched. In fact, you discover that the ending is not really even very positive. You know, it's like oh my God, why yes. did the good guy die? <laughs> oh. Why did the good True. guy die in the South African film? You know, but it's because sometimes you know life isn't always so neat. Yes, it's important to no, learn that. That's true. You know, and that's... to appreciate that. So, so that's that's where the dynamics differ. You know, and, and in terms of the context of the storytelling. 
Uh, that's true. No, that's absolutely okay. true, brother. Um, just so the, just the listeners, mm. I just want to introduce somebody else also, I'd say, who's actually uh, um, an mm. African like me from Southern Africa. He's actually a host of the Moto Moto podcast, and his name is MJ. And I'm oh, pretty wow. sure he might have a question for you when mm -hmm. we are with him at the, at the line. MJ, can you hear us? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? We can hear you well, my brother. Yes, we are with Adze. We can we with Adze here, our filmmaker from uh, Southern Africa. He actually we claiming him now. We keeping him in South Africa. He has done too much. <laughs> he has done too much. MJ, you have a question for Adze? You want to say hi? Hey, Adze, how are you? I'm good, MJ. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Oh, it's all good. Um, I'm actually, I was actually listening, and uh, it was interesting just to hear you say um, that. Obviously, like um, when you look at the Nigerian film industry, um, you push mm -hmm. a lot of material, and other places in Africa can do the same to kind of um, try and push their material. I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts, especially pertaining to, um, you know, numbers. Nigeria is easily the biggest country in Africa, right? So even in the yeah. music industry, you tend to sell a lot more than what um, South Africans would do or Kenyans would do or Zimbabweans would do. Yeah. Um, so you've yeah. got an advantage of numbers. What do you think about the numbers game rather than just pushing, you know, um, the material? Because obviously, if you have a bigger country, you're likely to reach more people. Uh, that is true. Uh, you, you, are, you are right. You know, um, but um, I, I would like to say also at the same time, like, for example, in Europe, Europe doesn't really have many big countries. You know, mm -hmm. France has, what, about 70 million people. Uh, the UK has about how many million people, you know what I mean? And these numbers more or less average the same as other African countries, you know, but yet, you know, when it comes to French music or French uh, entertainment, you know, somehow somebody travels globally. The same way happens to material from the UK. You know, whether it's, uh, what do you call it, uh, Spice Girls or whether it's uh, One Direction. You know, somehow, somehow the material travels because it's mm -hmm. pushed. You know, mm -hmm. and the, the thing about what happens in Nigeria, I understand what really happens in Nigeria is that the material that comes from Nigeria is not necessarily pushed. It's because, once again, like you said, rightly, because our numbers are many, we can carry our own material and move with it like bees from a hive, <laughs> right? Yes. And, and mm. that's how it gets across. That's how it gets across the entire world. You know, we pollinate the world with our content. That's kind of what Nigerians do. A Nigerian is traveling, he's going to the UK, you take 10 DVDs to 10 other Nigerians who will give it to 10 other Nigerians. Who will give it to ten other Nigerians? Who will give it to other people? the Americans, you know. In, so that's kind of how it spreads, you know. And it, that's what was happening with the music. So Nigerians don't even make an effort to push their material. If you know what I mean. Yes. You understand? Okay. It happens mm. organically and naturally. So that's why I was careful to use the word push because it means that you can still do the same thing, but you will have to push. That means you will have to actually take deliberate steps to make sure that the material you want to spread across the world, travel across the world using the appropriate medium. Now, these days of the internet and social media, it's very easy. A few years ago, we had uh, this Korean song, uh, Gangnam Style. 
all over the world, people were singing Gangnam Style. And it was very funny to me. I was like, how is the Korean song the number one song in the world? <laughs> I <laughs> know. <laughs> you know, but that is the world that we live in now, that you can push anything, you know. So yes. It's the days of sitting down and saying that by the time I release a song, the song will travel by itself and, you know, reach the entire four corners of the world on its own are over. You will have to take deliberate strategic steps in terms of promotion and marketing to make it happen. You know, you've got YouTube. The Nigerians are doing it, and they already have the advantage of their numbers, so that's why it's easier for them. But other African countries, let me, let me put it this way. As, as, as Nigeria might have more of a larger population than South Africa, but infrastructurally, South Africa actually is more connected Technologically, if you know what I mean. Yes. In terms mm. of the, you know, whether whether it's radio, TV, you know, internet, it's very very advanced. And 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 Kenya, Kenya have their own fiber. I mean, like you know, they've got their own cables coming in. They so it's like the resources, more or less, to push content and make it global are available. It just requires the willpower and of course the resources, money and and passion to do it. Yes. And not relying on anybody to do it for you. Let me put it that way. I don't know if that answers the question, MJ. Okay. Um that definitely answers my question because um you know, being being in this um, industry, you hear a lot of people kind of come up with reasons um, just to say, hey, this is why it's hard for me to make it, you know. And um, I like the word you said, push, because um, sometimes you have to take it um, upon yourself to do that. And obviously looking at, um, if you look at uh, social media, the Internet, those are resources that you yeah. can use most times for yeah. free. If you just think outside the box yeah. and do yeah, something like exactly. absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, and, and it's about what you're pushing too. You know, you can't sell a bad product. Remember that, right? You can't sell a bad product. You can try, you know, for a while you can sell a bad product, but after a while people will go, no, this thing is trash, you know, to walk away from it. So it's important that what you are also pushing actually is of a higher quality in terms of creativity. Absolutely. You know, we're not saying that the more money you use to make it, the better it is. The more creative it is, the more innovative, the more unique, the more special, the more different it is from what is out there, the more your chances of it getting noticed are. Absolutely. Hey, Azed, we are about to uh, wrap up the show. I just want to ask if, you know, we're going to get one each question, guys, so that we can let him go to and go on with his business today. It's a Saturday, so in South Africa, it's lively. He might be, he might got things to do. But Azed, well, I, I was talking to one of the people that listened to our show, and, you know, this is the thing. We Since we're such a, a small community, I don't know, I mean, in terms of how mm. big um, other communities are uh, over here. So we got yeah. to talk with a lot of our listeners and one person was saying, oh, yeah, well, since you're going to get a guy like that on the show, so how about you ask him uh, when is he going to um, come over here and do a show? Uh, when is he going to actually uh, introduce an African show over here? So I was just wanted to ask you a question because I did ask Mandla N from... Uh, um, Mandla uh, and the lockdown. The lockdown. I yeah. ask him the same question, oh, yeah. and I'm asking yeah, you the same I question. Mandla, yeah. I ask him. I ask you the same question. So, how are we gonna actually come up with something which is you guys bring a show or film a show from here that is nothing to do with Americans that has everything to do with Africans because there is none right now. 
Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm so glad you mentioned that mm-hmm. because that for me is an opportunity, and and it's and it's very very good that people like you who are positioned there can see the gap, and 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 inform people like us to think, you know, about filling those kind of gaps with our own content. And you are right, you're very right. Um, now that you've mentioned it, it's a challenge that I suppose we have to take upon ourselves. I mean, a few years ago. I worked on a TV series uh, called Jacob's Cross, which okay. was basically a TV series for about about Africans, you know, doing well in business and and in family. And that particular show traveled all over the world, you know, in terms of you know getting the world's attention, in, in terms of its quality and its stories. And since that time, there's no other show or, or other there's been no effort to try and repeat. Uh, the effort of making another show that will now do the same thing and even you know, cross over to places like the US and the UK yeah. and, 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 and Europe at large. But but uh, it's a challenge because I feel, that, and, and I feel very strongly about it, that our content is the next thing that we need to start exporting. You know, for a long time, we've been exporting uh, oil from Africa, uh, diamonds from Africa, We've been exporting, uh, you know, coal from Africa. But, but the, the new mineral, the new resource that I feel that we need to start exporting and, 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 and colonizing the world with is our stories, is our content. You know, uh, I don't know whether you know about the Black Panther movie coming out in 2018. Uh, yes, uh, we know about that movie about coming that? out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's being advertised everywhere right okay. now. Yes, you may not know this, but the director of that film came to South Africa to do research. Wow. He came to South Africa oh. and spent time with many people in South Africa to get ideas for the wardrobe, you know, for the costumes, for the for the for the for the for the things that they will hold. You understand? And that is what now is basically in the film when you watch it in 2018. You know, wow. the research that came from South Africa, from Africa, basically. So already it has started, you know, that even Hollywood is recognizing that, ooh, you know, there's interesting things from Africa that we can actually start making part of the global world. And so that when you talk about Africa, it's not a separate thing. You know, this thing of calling, of saying, oh, when you mention Africa, I it is not part of the global community. I think it's a special problem, child. <laughs> you know, that actually that people normally have about Africa. You know, like, oh, you're the one with the issues. <laughs> it's about time that we pushed Africa in such a way that you know it feels part and parcel of the global community, not separate, not like a like a like a special case, if you know what I mean. But that you know everything African is as usual and familiar as everything American or as everything French, as everything Chinese. Yeah? From yes. our food, clothes and of course our movies and films and stories. Yes, yes. Adze, we mm. really appreciate having you on the show, man. We really appreciate it because of time constraints. We're just going to cut it and uh, say goodbyes. Guys, yeah. can you thank Adze? And, uh, um, yeah, no, thank you. Ma- hey, MJ, we're still with you. Do you want to say thank you to Adze for joining us? Because we really appreciate this guy. No worries. Thank you so much. Um, thanks for the opportunity. And Adze, great chat as well. Thank you. No, yeah. thank you, MJ. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. That was really Thank really you fun. so much, Adeze. <laughs> and please, you know, I know yeah. that we don't have much time, but hey, 
what's gonna happen between Shibu and Sandega and the baby? Just a little bit. Okay, so let, 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 let me tell you. Let, should I tell you? Yes, okay, we wanna so, know. Uh, let, are you are you sure you want to know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um uh, okay. I'm I'm only allowed to say that good things will happen, right? They will make yes. you happy, but only for a short while. Oh, thank you. Now I know. <laughs> thank you. You just thank made you her so day. Much. Thank, you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Hey, I really appreciate this. Uh, we, fabulous weekend. We, we really appreciate you, brother. I hope you enjoy your weekend. We will keep in touch. Uh, we have one of our guys down there in Tata. We'll be talking to him shortly. He's going to try to make some time uh, and, and see you if it's possible so that he can uh, talk to you about what we're about and what we do over here. And I know that you uh, are a man of a lot of interest and a lot of things that goes on over here it maybe can interest you and you can pre- mm. pretty much even make us a visit that would be great that would be fantastic i look forward to that i really look forward to that okay thank you so much as i hope you have a good afternoon brother okay bye and thank you sir. thank you so much thank you guys thank you bye all right thank you so much hey guys this is the home away show with Kule. we actually have uh uh, one of my friends, um, um, MJ, who's... Uh, MJ, you are in Colorado, correct? No, 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 I'm in Canada. Why did I keep getting Colorado? Oh! <laughs> I feel so stupid right now, you know? I, and I, you know what? I actually did think about this. Uh, I'm so sorry, brother, because I kept telling no, you this sorry. was the wrong thing. But anyway... So what, time, what time is it? What time is it in Canada right now? Um, It's 6.58 a.m. Oh my God, bro. I'm oh. so sorry we had to wake oh. you up this early, but we really appreciate you. And I appreciate the mix and the listeners. I haven't put it on because I just want to put it on. I want people to know because this Moto Moto <laughs> podcast is something else. MJ, while I have you on the phone, let's try to get hold of one of our guys. He's down in South Africa uh, and Dada right now because he was saying he's going to go to a meeting shortly. And I wanted to get him on so that he can say hi to us and tell us what's going on in South Africa. And then maybe MJ, you can tell us what's going on with the Moto Motor, motor podcast i'm um, trying sure, to get sure. hold of Canada. right now and tell us what's going on in canada do you guys have snow yet oh we've had snow crazy snow for the last uh four days it's like uh minus 20 um right now oh, so you can keep you can keep that Ndata, welcome to the show baba you are in south africa what's yes. going on brother it's home away while I'm home away while I'm home away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My people, Ninja, Ni. You already know. What's going on? I actually on? get to say good afternoon, but good afternoon, but good morning. This is beautiful, <laughs> man. What a lovely show. And shout out to the guest, man. That was some beautiful content. And as always, brought the fire, man. Good morning yeah. and good afternoon to the listeners. Ninja and Buffett, how you doing? We're doing really great, brother. Good, tell- good thanks. Hey, say hi. Uh- we good, cold. good, good. We're cold. We're wearing our sweater and jacket. We're very, very cold. And it's snowing <laughs> in do Canada. I make you, do I make you jealous if I say I'm wearing a tank yes. top and shorts? And, and <laughs> no, okay. You couldn't resist. Accomplished. Goal is accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Could you remind me again of it too? 
uh, introduce me. Do a formal introduction here, oh, please. Okay, I'm sorry, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is MJ, the host of the Moto Moto podcast. They did actually uh, uh, the show that I sent it to you guys. I haven't put it on online yes. yet because uh, he did a, a show for us. Uh, he uh, runs a music show, the Moto Moto podcast. He joined us today. What a great guy, man. He does a lot of good work. You know, us Africans, we're trying to connect. So uh, uh, this is Absolutely. MJ. MJ is from Zimbabwe and he's in Canada right now. MJ, how you doing, my brother? And thank you for waking up so early for us, man. That shows commitment. Stay ready. You never have to get ready. So we appreciate it, man. Big up to you. For real, for real. Big up to you. Thanks, man. Indeed, indeed, my brother. And and it's snowing out in Canada. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's serious. (laughs) And again, I don't mean to make you jealous, but the sun is really shining right now out here. It's all right, though. Hey, man. Listen, guys, I just want to brief you quick. Uh, to the listeners, again, you know, as you know, the team always brings it. No matter who's there, if some of us have to step away, but I, there was no way I was going to miss out on, on being at, actually at home because you know that our show is based on uh, not just South Africans, but Africans in general uh, living abroad. And the beautiful thing is when we can connect and get an opportunity and be blessed with the opportunity to go back home. So for me to be able to be on the show live from South Africa in Johannesburg is where I'm at right now, when just last week I was still in New Hampshire. Um, it's blessings. It's my team's um, um, blessings as well to be able to say and support me. So I appreciate it, man. And I'll tell you one thing. Africa is moving people. Don't believe the hype that you see. We have our things. We have our things that we have to work on. But man, is it beautiful out here. The people, the culture, the smiles. It's just a lovely thing, man. So if you're missing home right now, I want to tell you, do your best. Save up them couple of dollars. Try to find a way to just come back home. Just for some revival, you know what I mean, guys. Get revival, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dada, we can't keep you too long, brother, because of the constraints of time and everything. But uh, is there anything Always. else you can tell us? Uh, what you've been up to at home? What you've been doing, except uh, having a beer, of course. That, that castle, that nice ice cold castle. Hey, listen, we're looking for Castle Light to hear about this show, man. I want to set up time with them. So now that you've exposed my choice of drink, we're <laughs> going to have to talk to Castle and let them know what we're doing now here. Oh. But uh, besides that, though, man, um, I'll tell you what was planned for today and unfortunately did not happen. I was hoping to surprise our listeners. Uh, was going to be the first ever uh, polo, cl- uh, polo Cup in Soweto. It would have been the first Polo Cup, um, you know, where people, is, if for those that don't know, it's the folks on the horse and the sticks. It was going to be in Soweto, but because the ground wasn't uh, proper just yet, they had to postpone it. So unfortunately, I couldn't make it. But uh, what I've been doing is just networking, man. You know that when you listen to the show, we speak a lot about networking. That's what I'm doing. Uh, more to come. I don't want to share too much. But what I've been doing is eating good food, meeting great people that see a vision, and just continue sharing the vision and continue telling people that as South Africans, as Africans, when we are outside of the country, we are so proud to represent where we come from. So that's that's really what I've been doing and what I'm going to continue doing. I'm in Johannesburg until Monday, Durban until uh, the 15th. So if you're out in Durban, um, certainly reach out. You know my uh, Instagram, at 1996. We'd love to connect with you, share anything. Um, and Cooley's got the number. I'm sure they're going to share the number for you to drop a message. We'll get it live on air, man. So that's what I've been doing, bro, Cooley. Oh, nice, man. Nice, brother. Let me let you go, man, so that we can finish up on this side. And we'll be keeping in touch. Uh, we really appreciate you guys joining on, dude. 
Love you guys. I miss you, but I don't miss you that much because of the sun. Sorry about that. <laughs> love y'all, man. Stay blessed. MJ, MJ, we'll connect some more, my brother. Definitely loving what you're doing, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Wishing blessings on you. And no time constraints. I wish I could stay longer. But God bless to our listeners. Thank you for always tuning in. And thank you for the support. All right? Oh, wait. Uh, th- we love you. Uh, thank you so much. We love you, love man. Y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is the Home Away Show, and uh, we're just talking to Ntade, who's down in South Africa. And MJ, I just want to introduce him again. As you know, he's the host of the Moto Moto podcast that you can find on iTunes, and he's from Zimbabwe. He's in Canada right now. One of our great guys that we are lucky to actually have him on. MJ, can you just let them know, like, uh, when did you when did you move to Canada? When did you start the Moto Moto podcast? Um, I moved to Canada about uh, two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so just um, in and out of Canada, but um, basically, I started the Moto Moto podcast about um, two months ago. Um, wow! And Uh-oh. yeah, it's it, it's not that long. But then I've been podcasting for probably about 10 years so um i had a show uh back in the day called radio kunakira which was zimbabwe's first um podcast so and it was zimbabwe's only 100 uh, zimbabwe music podcast so basically we ran that from 2007 through to about 2013 then you know life happens and then you decide ah maybe i'm gonna stop this then stopped it and then you know what by myself i just decided um i need to do something for africa because i know you guys know know what i'm saying being an african outside africa you are always missing africa and music is something that is universal across africa africans love music and i thought you know what we need a product that's going to um sell africa to the world but also make us proud to be ourselves so i love setting up platforms that we can be proud of and i was like you know what let me try this uh thing and i set up the moto moto podcast and because i've already got that podcasting experience i knew exactly what product i wanted to be and um yeah here i am yeah, you're doing really great, man. We really appreciate you having me on, man. So how can people find you so that I can let you go? To, so we're going to close up the show. How can people find you on social media? Okay, social media right now, Twitter. If you go on Twitter and you uh, search for Moto Moto Podcast, M-O-T-O-M-O-T-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, Moto Moto Podcast, you will find it right there. And uh, once you find it, Please follow, like, everything. Uh, I promise it will be worth it. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you to have you on, man. Enjoy Canada. We're going to have you on the show again. I mean, uh, unfortunately, because of time constraint, and this is our first show together, we'll have you again, man. We really appreciate you joining us, man. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so right. much. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to wrap up the show right now. And it's me and Bali. And we are doing, me and Bali, Kuli and Bali, we are actually about to finish the show. And Bali, is there any last thing you would like to say to the listeners before we close? Yes, please make sure that you follow our social media page. At, on Instagram and Twitter, we are Umbani Radio. And on Facebook, we are Home Away Show. 